Hello, 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 and welcome back, all of my beautiful friends from the internet. I hope each and every single one of you is doing just uh, fantastic on this uh, wonderful, beautiful Tuesday morning, or whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast episode, whether that be morning, evening, or night. So welcome to the Reddit Asks Us podcast, the podcast where we read and react to comments from r slash askreddit. I am your host, Luke Dick. Remember, if you are watching on YouTube, remember to like, remember to comment, and subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, please leave us a rating and also leave us a review. Um, You can also answer this week's Reddit question by going to the description of the episode in Spotify. And uh, if you click the description, there should be a white icon in there that says reply. And you can answer the question, submit your response, and you will be notified when your response is published. And I will read out those responses aloud on the next week, excuse me, on the next week's following episode. So, uh, just to preface this episode, again, the listener base is, is still steadily growing, and I'm so thankful for each and every one of you who decides to tune into the podcast or sends in a response it's uh it's it's crazy man like the it lights up my entire week when i just get a response from from y'all because you know i i i i i i love you guys and having 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 y'all as fans is just uh it's a real privilege so i i feel uh i feel, feel pretty ecstatic when i get to see what everyone has to say about the questions uh in a given week so uh, why don't we just read off the responses from last week's episode? So, first, uh, so last week's episode was what screamed they have never faced a real problem in their life. So, first one here comes from Phil Savannah. When people say it's the worst thing ever, calm down, Deborah. It's a sunburn, not a death in the family. Also, anyone who has who hasn't had to deal with the girl like. Uh, the girl they like getting pterodactyl at a party. Yes, uh, I can absolutely, uh, I can absolutely see that. That is a very devastating uh, happenstance. I, I'm hesitant to go through explaining what that is again. I'm sure people can look it up. Just look up getting pterodactyl on Urban Dictionary, and you will f- figure that one out pretty easily. <coughs> Excuse me. But that just happens, that happens so much in society too, with, with, I mean, and just even just in our everyday conversations, I feel like we, we over-exaggerate everything so much because it's actually laughable how little any of us have actually had to experience anything tough. Like the average lifespan of a human for like most of human history was like 30. You know, the, these people were struggling you know, if they, if like uh, they've looked at, um, you know, b- bones and and archaeological discoveries of humans from thousands of years ago, whatever, and they're just bones are just like, especially the ones who are preserved well, and you can see their bones are just like just ground, man. They the like they they probably had no cartilage by the time that they were like twenty years old, and they. They were starving, struggling to 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 survive, and yet you know we complain every so often when we step outside and it's a little chilly. You know when you have to when you have to wear that extra little overcoat. 
you know, that, that we act like that's going to take, you know, 20 years off of our lives. <laughs> All right, next one comes from Mick Muffin. When you're telling people about the death of a loved one and they say that they get it because their pet died. I love animals, but a human dying and an animal dying are not the same thing. This is actually so common. Like I was talking to my roommates about this too. And they were like, I like they've heard people say that it's like, yeah. And I'm, I'm really devastated. My dad passed away and it, it's been, it's been a tough time. Listen, man, I get it. I get it. You know, my, my dog Gizmo died, bro. Last week, it was really tough. You know, he was, he was the family dog, you know, he was, he was holding the family together, you know? Uh, and and when that when 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 someone that instrumental just just pops out of your life like that, it's it's things will never be the same without Gizmo. Never be the same. Really, your dog held to held the d- dynamic of your family together. Your your dog. Like I think if your dog is holding the the family dynamic and everything you know, together, I, I, I really think that that, uh, that, that, that family's probably, was, it probably wasn't great to start, all right, if, if everything hinges on the dog. Uh, next one comes from Stressed Human, what is up, Stressed Human? I work in customer service, and they told me that, and they told me that dealing with irate customers can't be that hard, and I was lying about how stressful it is. Uh, also, I'm sorry I listened, to, uh, week, weekly, I just focused on random details. Hey, no problem, stressed human. That is, don't even worry about it. Um, but dealing with, like, dealing with 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 um, customers is extremely stressful, especially when they when they start getting really agitated and they start raising their voice at you, and it's like, what do I do with this situation? I literally work at a sporting goods store. Like, what what do you want me to do? I do not have in the back. There is no phone to the Pentagon of you know, the sneaker manufacturers, that's going to get me to drone drop off the sneakers that you want. I'm sorry, we don't, we don't have them. I'm, I'm just the front man here. All right. Like you should be mad at, there's so many other people in the world that you could be mad at. All right. There is like, especially, oh my God, I was talking about this with the friend recently. It was like, um, the, the, I don't understand people who are, who are wealthy and well off and, they get mad at service workers. It's like, really? Like, like this is this is the peak of your issues? This is where you need to get mad? Don't you need to be worried about your, like, fiscal earnings and stuff? Like, isn't that a little bit more of a source for motivation than getting your, you know, chicken sandwich on time? Really? This, this, is, this is the peak of concern right now. You know, whether or not they put pickles on your, on your chicken sandwich. It's, it's, it, it seems like you need to, you know, flesh out your priorities here. Uh, you're, you're putting a little bit too much effort into co- being concerned about how your chicken sandwich comes out and, you know, how well your company's doing. I think, you know, that the, those two things aren't, aren't, aren't exactly the same. Excuse me. Um, next one comes from Schnishsums. Kid at my school a few years ago below me wanted a BMW 13. This kid years later failed his exams and weeped until his rich parents got him his BMW and instantly crashed it. He just crashed it to piss them off. He was just like, just wait till I get my BMW and daddy's going to have to buy me a brand new one instead of this. Oh, this one literally has 5,000 kilometers on it, dad. It is not brand new. 
You're, you're gonna sit here and try to tell me that this car's brand new? 5,000 kilometers? This is practically gonna... I might as well just drive this right to the scrapyard. Okay? No, I'm gonna crash it, and then you're gonna buy me a brand new BMW. Because this... this I'm not gonna let this shit fly. Okay? I'm not, not gonna let it fly. Next one comes from the user with the... I think that's the, the non-Baronian flag, the Israel flag, the pride flag, and the U.S. flag. Kid was crying because her parents wouldn't buy her a vacation home in Puerto Rico. She already has like five vacation homes. They said they would take her anywhere in the world, but no more vacation homes. Why do you need a vacation home? What is wrong with just like an Airbnb? Like seriously, like you need a home? You have to have a home for yourself. The other five vacation homes just didn't seem to, they didn't cut it. They, they, didn't, they didn't get past the, you know, the, 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 the scrutiny. You know, I, I'm like, just, no, it's, it's one more vacation home. You know what? Well, you know what? The word of advice that I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you this. Getting that sixth vacation home, that's going to solve all your problems. That's going to make life just, as soon as you guys get that last vacation home, your life problems are going to be just just minimized to the exponential to the farthest exponential degree it's just it really is you know if you really want to figure out a solve a way to solve your problems you just got to buy another vacation home okay this is solutions people we want to talk about solutions these are solutions all right the the, the world's problems are not that difficult to solve okay <laughs> come on people uh, next one comes from The Dopic. Haven't responded because I was in the hospital. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but great episode. Also, get well soon, Vortex. And get well, uh, you too, The Dopic. I hope that uh, everything is okay and uh, your your health is doing is doing well, okay? Um, we all wish for the greatest health of, ev health of everyone uh, in the world. So, and especially the users who, or the, 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 the listeners of this show, you know who we who we can talk to directly. I really hope everyone is is doing well. Next one comes from Cheese. I don't have one. I live in a trailer park in a small town. But either way, good episode. Thank you very much, Cheese. Most appreciated. Uh, next one comes from Grayson Sandersfeld. I love seeing new people new people respond. Thank you so much for responding. Uh, but this one is a response to episode 153, which was, I think, I looked it up earlier. It was, what were you, something you were so ashamed of? This is a bit late, but I had a big crush on a girl in the fourth grade. She said no, but asked if we could be friends, and I didn't answer. I was so angry at myself. Yeah, that's a, those L's are tough to take, man. Those L's are tough to take. But, uh, you know what? Everyone's gotten rejected. I, myself, have been rejected countless times and it's uh honestly the more that you get rejected i think the more i think it's a tough one because i think if as long as we are putting our best effort forward into presenting the most authentic version of ourselves i think that is really the marker of of importance you know i, I think that you know, that when we get rejected, like, especially when I know when I got rejected, I, I did some self-reflection and, and I didn't use it as a way to start demeaning myself or anything, but I was looking at myself and thinking, you know, what, 
like what about the way that I said things or what about the way that I come across was maybe uh, a factor in that and I think it's a way to it can be a way to self-reflect but at the same time it's also a way to to you know build your confidence in yourself because if when you're told no and you don't get what you want it's at those points in time where you know those are crucial moments so we have to kind of decide for ourselves you know what what kind of person we're going to be after we face some of those rejections and I think that if we are able to be comfortable within ourselves and trust that we are good, uh, you know, people with with the right intentions, then there's nothing wrong. And it's just a matter of, you know, having to try again. Um, it's it's not going to be easy, but it does work. You know, I, I, I care way less about what people think straight up like a lot of times because I've been rejected because I, I start to understand like there is nothing necessarily wrong with me. As long as I have the right intentions and and I'm you know being respectful and honest and a good person, so anyways that was a little deep. So the last one comes from Vortex. Great to see you, Vortex. I again I'm not exactly sure what if you are okay with me publishing your responses because I don't know how much you know about like or I mean I don't know how much you are comfortable with other people knowing exactly what is going on in your life, but Vortex says thank you for the support. And that, you know, they're, they're starting some health treatments this week and uh, to keep up the good work. And I'm really happy to hear that, Vortex. I really hope that those, uh, you know, that the treatments that you are receiving are going to uh, help you get, uh, get healthy again. We all wish you the best of luck uh, with your health and putting forward the, the, the most healing energy we possibly can. That is, uh, that is the least we can all do. So thank you all so much for your responses. Thank you, Vortex. Thank you, everybody. And why don't we hop into today's episode? So today's episode is, what is the weirdest thing someone casually told you as if it were totally normal? Now, I think this, I find this happens with the most with like people from older generations. They just have like no filter. Like someone from an older generation will just start talking to you and you're like, Okay, eh, we're in a public place right now. Maybe don't say that out loud. Like, eh, I'm, I don't know you. I don't know you. You don't know me. And you're talking to me about your political views right now. And you're trying to get, you're kind of getting heated. And I'm a little bit uncomfortable right now. So if we could maybe switch up the, the top, the amount of times I've had to be like, well, that's the way it goes. And just like try to put my headphone back in, like just kind of, you know, casually like, yep, that happens. Yep. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, good, great, good luck with that. Um, everyone's been there. So first one comes from Proud Cat Lady XO. I was chatting to a woman in the grocery checkout line, and she commented that I'd lost that she'd lost a lot of weight. It was on topic. Since I needed to lose weight, I asked her how she did it. She said her now ex-husband poisoned her with antifreeze over a period of time. She barely survived. I wasn't sure what to say, so I said that I didn't think that I'd try that method of weight loss, and she laughed. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if that one's for me. Yeah, I, I, I do. You know, I have an ambition to lose weight. I, I, you know, it's a, my 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 health is is maybe not at the greatest spot. So I, um, you know, I'm really looking to take those measures to, you know, get back in shape. But the antifreeze thing seems a little too hardcore. Like this is this is <laughs> could you imagine of all the dudes who are doing well all the dudes and the girls and all the people who are doing those like 
you know, alpha workout routines and all those like Instagram and YouTube influencers like Mike O'Hearn type folks were just like injecting antifreeze. Yeah, it's like the secret to getting jacked is actually injecting yourself with antifreeze and then swallowing one of those giant bottles of uh, windshield wiper fluid. And uh, not only will you be cutting because you won't won't eat, it'll destroy your stomach so you'll basically never eat again. So you kind of have to get like tube fed in a way. You know, it's 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 all about the grind though. It's all about what we have to do to achieve the full grind. All right, we we are not a we're we're not committed to the grind unless we swallow that antifreeze, you know, drink that gallon of uh wheel and shield wiper fluid, you know, use the 12 in 1 shampoo, conditioner, motor oil, uh toothpaste, you know, we just we, these are things that if we want to build to be the best versions of ourselves, you know, these are the these are the baby steps you have to take. Okay? So don't sit there on your butt just 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 being all all sad about losing weight. Drink the antifreeze. All right? Just just go just go ahead, just drink it, inject it. I don't care. All right? It's it's uh come on. And and you really want to encourage your friends. Honestly, the best thing to do is just do that stuff, but you just do it behind their back. Just like this guy's or this lady's husband did people you you know there's that saying you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink no you can make it drink you just have to like force it all right it's it's all about forcing it everything in life is not going to happen the way you want it to happen so you have to make it happen all right you have to you have to subtly kind of do things to people so that they're going to act in certain ways right and then you know some people would call that manipulation or whatever or that you're a sociopath these are just labels, okay? I'm an alpha. All right, not a sociopath. I'm an alpha. I'm at the top of the game. All right, why do I get what I want? Because I make it happen. All right, so uh, drink up, folks. Drink up. This is not medical advice. Don't ever pl drink antifreeze, please, or do anything to make anyone else drink antifreeze. I, hopefully, I don't have to say that in the concept of a joke, concept of a joke, but you never know these days. All right, next one comes from Disco Stud fifteen fifteen. Man, fire, fire username. I wish the discos were still a thing. A homophobic, a homophobic guy I know. Being gay is a choice. I said something like, "Okay, choose to be gay for a day, <laughs> an hour, a single minute if you can." Guy, that's easy. I'm attracted to men all the time. I just choose to like girls because I'm not gay. Me, um. <laughs> It's like my parents used to say, or they still say that like being married is like a choice. Like you wake up every morning and you 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 ch choose to be with that person. You know, it, through the highs, through the lows. It's not it's not always like your connection is going to carry you know you through the difficult times. You have to actively choose to participate in the marriage. And as soon as one person stops participating, then that's when you have a broken marriage. Same thing with with um, your sexuality and your sexual orientation. Really, when it comes down to it at brass tacks, it's a choice every single day. You wake up, you know, all you think is just, I want to just gobble some, you know, and and really that you, you it's it's about it's about choosing to repress. Okay, folks, because this is this is the essence of what it means to be to be a straight person 
is it's just just repressing all of those natural urges that all straight people have, you know, to to be uh, engage with the op- with the same sex. That is that is the definition of a straight person. Okay, that is my experience. That's everybody else's experience. You know, I think obviously because my experience is generalizable. So you know, if, if I'm a human, I can speak for all humans, and especially the straight humans, and I can say that yes, being being gay is is just a you know, it's just what you wake up and, you know, you just you just choose to just, you know, be straight every single day. It's always a choice. You know, that no matter how much you're just yearning, just, just, oh, I hate being with women. Oh, my God, it's disgusting, you know. Are we, am I right, guys? You know, am I right? It's it just, oh, this is gross. But you just do it because that's what, that's that's how we're meant to be, okay? We, we, we're meant to, it, nothing in life comes easy, okay? <laughs> Even being straight doesn't come easy it's actually insanely difficult but yeah nothing nothing nothing's handed on a silver platter right am i right nothing's handed on the silver platter for you so you just gotta wake up and choose it's like i think i think you might be gay bro i i I really do think that you were attracted to men which is you know all amazing that's great i i just think that uh you should just maybe the amount of effort that you're putting into you know choosing to be straight every day is effort i think maybe could be could be you know used by some other things you know just just that that mental effort that it's taking you to to really repress your natural inclinations i i think you know there's a there's some wiggle room there to just you know move that motivation elsewhere it sounds like you're really repressing so next one, and also, folks, I'm just joking around here. Obviously, being gay is not a choice. Being straight is not a choice. It is just a matter of your life and how you feel, just like anything. I, you know, we try to make sure that this. Uh, I hope people understand that I'm joking, but sometimes I have to say that this podcast we make a considerable effort because we have listeners who are trans we have listeners who are non-binary we have listeners all across the board and i am like so proud of that fact because it means a lot that we be that we can be inclusive and see humor in everything you know and and but we don't have to be you know we can we can we can roast you know people humans for doing stupid shit whether you're you know any any whether you belong to any group people we all do dumb things and that's what's funny but we don't, we don't, you know, I'm, we make a concerted effort on this show to be very inclusive with, with people. And if you, if you don't like that, then don't listen to the show. You know, I, I love all my, all my, uh, you know, queer listeners, everyone who, you know, everyone who's a, who's a, who's a person, a, a be- human being, someone with a consciousness, a conscious soul inside of them who's listening to the show is always welcome. So yes, I, I choosing to be any of that stuff is obviously not a choice. Just, just joking around folks. Next one comes from Ten May Sinha. Oh, my parents fight every day, and my father left in a rage this morning, saying he was going to jump in front of a train. I hope he comes back before I get home. Uh, he did before. Oh, yeah, that's maybe not something you should just tell a random person. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just when the parents are fighting, when the rents are getting at it, you know, just just like, uh, man, it's so weird that... that everyone's parents you know is still together because my parents i can't believe that that they're not split up you know it's it's just it's remarkable because 
He's like, no, people's parents do split up because they do fight. Yeah, it's, that's just mom and dad. It's mom and dad doing doing mom and dad things. You know, he, he threatened to, to kill himself. So that, that's, that's everyone's parents, right? That's, come on. I mean, when is your dad not like said that? You know, that's kind of a, that's the classic response, right? I'm going to leave the family. You know, I'm going to abandon you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't care about you. You know, like my, my dad says that stuff all the time. It's just, he's just razzing. He's just razzing us. He's just, he's just, just joking around. Classic dad. Classic dad. <laughs> um, I don't think I am equipped to deal with this situation right now. People are so fascinating, man. People will literally just tell you anything. If you ask them enough questions, it is wild how much people will tell you. Because there's like this psychological principle that people love talking about themselves. People love talking about themselves to a to a pretty pretty large extent. You know, I've had strangers tell me things that it's like, hmm, I mean, I I I didn't ask about that information but i mean you're more than welcome to to tell me about it it sounds interesting it sounds like you're you know, maybe wanting to talk about this to me but just want to make sure that you know that we don't know each other like I, I don't know you so you telling me about how your dad wants to drop out on your family and that your parents fight every day well you know i'm not my all the best to you you know i'm gonna i'm gonna be supportive but it's it i'm a stranger so be, be, be i think we need to be a little bit more weary of of uh who we who we're telling our who we're telling this uh, very vital personal information to um all right next one comes from chrissy minaj someone said to them i've had 12 duis eight concussions and died twice can't wait till I can drive again. This time, <laughs> this time I'll take my life more seriously once I get this ankle bracelet off and my license back. I don't know what the most alarming part of that sentence was. Holy crap! So we let's 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 go down the let's go down the ticker list here. We got twelve DUIs. You know, that's the that's, everyone's everyone's got at least a couple. All right, a couple DUIs. That's you know, are you really living in modern society? <laughs> Am I right? Uh, eight concussions, so definitely uh, CTE, you know. But again, ever since that, you know, that dude who discovered CTE, you know, everyone's saying they got it, right? So it's it's more prevalent now than ever. So CTE's got to be a normal thing. It's like rolling your ankle, okay? So what? I have, you know, bouts of rage that I can't control, and you know, I I I'm ripping my teeth out and gluing them back in, and it's just you know it's that's that's the nature of being a human am i right we are all just people you know but don't be ashamed there's nothing wrong with what you're doing there's nothing putting other people in danger sometimes you know being wildly aggressive this is just all right these are natural human tendencies all right so we don't don't shy away from them folks we you know we got to we, we, we why would we want to repress our humanity Am I right? So, yeah, eight concussions. Died twice. That's a, that's always a, an interesting one. Yeah, died twice. So, uh, you know, just nine lives, right? Nine lives. That's just that saying is is it's not it's not just a saying, folks. And can't wait to get 
the ankle bracelet off and get the license back. Yeah, I, uh, I, you know what's crazy is that in our society today, our government will give their license back to people like this. It's like, what? Really? We have a whole track record of, of him. So the person's at the desk. Okay, yep. Yeah. So I see you have 12 DUIs here. Um, you've been involved in eight car accidents. Um, let me get your... Oh, yeah, okay. And yeah, that's your date of birth. Um, let me just take you to the back. We'll take you your take your license photo and just uh, get you get you on out of here. Because you know uh, we we know you're busy people. So you know we we know how much that license is uh, you know necessity. So let's just take go to go to the back and take your photo and get you on out of here. Get that brand new license. It's like what are we doing, folks? We 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 are concerned about the the we're not concerned enough about about these types of things, folks. Next one comes from I used to be hip. A friend of mine was explaining to me why he had to repeat kindergarten. All right, sounds normal enough. When I was five, I was at a family barbecue and couldn't find my dad. I looked all over, and finally I found him in the garage. He was tied to a chair, and two of his cousins were beating the shit out of him. A couple of days later, my dad was driving me to school, and he saw one of the cousins walking down the street. He pulled out, pulled over, jumped out of the car, and shot his cousin in the head. I missed too many days of kindergarten because of the murder trial. So I had to repeat it. Is your dad fucking Walter White? <laughs> what the fuck? What is going on in your family? All right. You took the last empanada at the potluck. Fuck you. <laughs> what, what's the, what are the family dynamics here? What is, what is going on? Okay, I am I am just immensely curious what like what the what what, what the deal was here, right? That tie, being tied to a chair, there's not many situations I could think of in my life where I would be necessarily tied to a chair and have people beat me up at a at a family gathering, right? It's something you you know, maybe not at the maybe not at the family get together, folks, right? Maybe not at the at the uh, at at the uh, the barbecue, you know, maybe not at the uh, at the uh, the family function. I think I think there. Are, you ever just tried, you know, just talking, you know, just just working out the problems. I don't think we have to maybe resort to 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 chair tying and 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 beating the crap out of someone. But you know, that's that's the world we live in today, folks. It's you never know when Walter White is walking down the street. But that is, that is like, it's like, yeah, you know, I got held back in kindergarten because my parents, you know, I have a late birthday, so, but then I ended up, you know, really liking my first year, so my parents decided to hold me back, and then I was older than everybody, so, and then I actually really got along with my grades, so it was, it was kind of, it's not like I was held back because I was stupid or anything, but, it, like, or that I couldn't pass the test, you know, but, uh, it, so what, what happened, you, you also, that happened with you too? Yeah, my dad um, basically shot my cousin in the face in the middle of the street. So I was at the murder trial that whole year. You know how that goes. Murder trials, right? So, uh, yeah, that's kind of what held me back. Yeah. But he's in jail now. So, yeah, I... Yeah, kindergarten was maybe not the... Yeah, maybe not the greatest year of my life. I'll, I'll tell you tell you that. Whoa, I 
we, you could have just stopped it and said, you know, I just had to repeat the grade. You didn't, I didn't, you know, you didn't have to tell me that. You know, you, you, you really didn't because uh, now I'm, I'm scared. I, I'm feeling uncomfortable. I hope you don't have your father's tendencies. I don't want to be, be shot in the head. So next one comes from Pre- Present Dust 2308. A guy once told me how he loved the feeling of wearing casts. So he'd put casts on himself for days or weeks on end, even if it meant he couldn't drive and would be stuck at home the entire time. He'd use vacation time to wear full leg and arm casts. Okay, I'm going to just go out on a limb here and say that he doesn't just like it. <laughs> okay, there is a... This is this this isn't just uh, something he just you know enjoys for fun. I think there's a there might be a level of of this this is this seems like a kink. This is this seems like a you know there's there's some other feelings going along. I don't think it's I don't think he's getting the same feeling when he puts on a bunch of casts as I do when I'm playing basketball. I'm just gonna. I'm just going to just speculate on that one. I think there's a little bit more going on. Why would you tell someone about that? Like like do you want it like like to are you going to ask them to join you? Like you should you should join me the next time I put on a bunch of casts. Maybe you could put on my cast. We could put casts on for each other. You know, we could we could uh we could have a little cast party. <laughs> How about that? A little, little cast party. You'd look good in a cast. It's like I'm uncomfortable. Now, I think I'm going to leave this. I don't feel comfortable in this situation. It doesn't seem like it ends with the casts here. I think you're doing more than just putting them on. I think that there's there's more to the story here. And I'm really not not uh, too invested in, in finding out. Why would you, like, oh my goodness. Why, why, why do people, why would anyone <laughs> just, why, 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 why? People are so fascinating. Really, you think that a random stranger needs to know that information about your cast kink? No kink shaming, all right. No kink shaming. I I hope that you have a, you know, a very a very fruitful time with your, with your casts. But maybe don't be going telling strangers about it. <laughs> just just a suggestion. Not 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 a not a requirement. But I think you might be able to meet more friends. You know, you're wondering why. Oh, I don't have very many friends. It's maybe because we don't maybe don't lead with the uh, I have a cast kink. Maybe maybe maybe. L- takes a while before people discover those those types of things about you you know they gotta get to know you first um next one comes from holly jolly af well there's already christmas decorations up so it is a holly jolly time folks so this one comes from holly jolly af husband 30 and i were pushing our, our shopping cart out of the grocery store when a random man who honestly looked like dumbledore looked at my husband and said take my hat you're gonna need it you will be bald very soon. My husband didn't take it. It was super odd of him to say that because my husband had a full hat of hair. Three months later, my husband was diagnosed with a weird condition that made him lose all of his hair. Weird coincidence. No, man. See, we I love to believe in the fact that, you know, we have modern technology, science, things like, you know metaphysical sort of stuff that wizardry doesn't happen but this is this is a different maybe maybe this dude there's that there's that lady who can like smell if someone has parkinson's or something maybe this is the same thing maybe he just smells baldness you just can you know this might be helpful you know we can we can take some preventative measures 
She have to smell people's heads. <sighs> bald. <sighs> yep. You're gonna be bald, sir. So uh, you better start those treatments now. You ever heard of Rogaine? You know uh, what is that stuff called? Um, minoxidil or something? Yeah. Start start those treatments real early, bud, because that that head's gonna be, you know, shiny as a freshly waxed car soon. So be able to see my reflection in that. All right, next one comes from Super Megoris. Okay, was like ten or eleven and riding public transit. This is already. The, the the just the most stereotypical place that someone's going to tell you some random fucking shit is on the public transit. This is why I seriously don't know how people survived without headphones. Like how did you, how did people do it? How was that even possible? I am just when I'm going almost anywhere out in public, it is head down, hoodie on, headphones in. Don't talk to me. All right, that's just, that's the rule of thumb, all right? Unless you're a listener of the show, then then feel free to talk. Which is, you know, actually funny. I've never actually met a real a listener of the show in real life because no one really knows what I look like unless you've been watching from a long time ago. So you'd only be able to recognize me by my voice, maybe, or if someone said my name. I wonder. But anyways, and riding public transit, and had some dude in his 30s sit next to me, uh, putting me, wait, 30s sits next to me putting me so I'm in the window seat and they're in the aisle seat so I'm trapped and starts talking about how he got out of prison for raping his brother and how you shouldn't do that because someone makes you angry told in a way where they thought they were really passing on helpful advice bro (laughs) was so surreal I didn't even realize how disturbing it was until the until the first retelling of the story bro really thought he did something there Bro really thought he was giving peak life advice here. Uh, bro, bro really thought he was he was he was the 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 uh, you know the real motivational speaker. All right, this is the, he 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 really thought he was he was doing the good in the world. He was doing the real. This is the information people need to know. All right, this is the preaching people need to hear. All right, just don't sexually abuse your brother or sexual assault your brother. When they do something to make you angry, all right. This is right up there, in you know, with treat others how you want to be treated, right? It's it's just right below that. Yeah, some would argue it's a little specific, but I would just say to those people, happens more than you think. Happens more than you'd think, right? It happened to me. You know, I I I'm I'm sure it happens. Uh, you know, other other places. It, it, I just know it happened to me for sure. So. You know, it's, it's, it's my, it's my silver rule. You know, you got the golden rule, you know, uh, do unto your neighbor as you would do unto yourself or whatever. I think that's what it is. I really don't know. Um, but yeah, this one's right, right there, right up there. Okay. It's in, it's in the top three at least. All right. So just, just keep that in mind next time you might be in that situation. Next one comes from RKPJR. I know a guy, we don't talk often but due to business, we cross paths on occasions. More or less, every time we talk, he asks me if I'm ready for the total societal collapse coming next week, or Tuesday, or at the end of the month, and so on. I just tell him that it's not going to happen. He usually then asks about my crystal ball, so I remind him that I've been right the whole every time. 
Where is your crystal ball, dude? You're the one who's predicting the freaking end of the world. Where what what's what's your intel? Right, where are you getting this information? You're questioning people who are doubting that. Well, shouldn't you maybe be questioning the you? Like you're the one who's making these convictions about the world ending. Like how do you where's your crystal ball, bro? Okay. I don't need one. I just it's my intuition. I just know. Alternative Academia replies and says, I went to a Comic-Con type of event in my city years ago. Walking Dead was a new show for uh, first season for reference. And I went to a panel about zombies. They talked about historical zombie lore, the first zombie movies, and the exciting first season of the new show, The Walking Dead, with some actors on the panel. When they opened it up to the audience for questions, one of the first ones was, what kind of zombies do you predict will have in a real zombie apocalypse? Fast versus slow. Panelists don't really know how to answer. Each gives their personal favorite or worst case scenario. Then we get to, what do you think the timeline is for the start of the coming zombie apocalypse? Panelists are kind of like, what? Talk about how things usually play out in fiction. No, but exactly when do you think we'll need to be fully prepared for zombies in real life? Like, guys, these are actors and media studies academics. First of all, they don't have a level of belief you do. And second, the people you should be talking to this are probably biologists. Yeah, I don't think... If there's a real zombie apocalypse on the brink of happening, I don't think you should be looking for the actors from The Last of Us to be searching for your information. All right, I think those are probably... I think time has shown how little people in the entertainment industry know about real life and actual issues because someone plays a doctor on TV like I wouldn't go to them for you know trying to get your appendix removed be like I'm an actor I act as a doctor I am not a real doctor I have no qualifications or certifications whatsoever you would be negligent entrusting the even the tiniest inclination of information that you get from me so if you're really that concerned about a zombie apocalypse there are probably there's probably a book list full of people that are more qualified to answer those questions than the cast of the walking dead so just just saying all right just just saying next one comes from look looky lou I had a college professor on the first day of class say that she's obsessed with Q-tips and cleaning her ears that her family has had to limit her to three a day. So, welcome to Intro to Stats. Um, you know, we're going to be talking about a lot of uh, basically statistical principles and your basic, your basic um, uh, you know, statistical uh, mathematics uh, this semester. Um, a couple things about me. Uh, you know, I did my PhD in statistics in uh, 2005. Uh, I've been working uh, for you know close to 20 years at the university. Uh, my family has to limit me to three Q-tips a day because I can't stop putting Q-tips in my ears. Uh, just cleaning them. Uh, you know, just just making sure that everything is uh, is nice and tidy in there. And um, I've actually published a paper recently on. Um, you know the st the statistical probability of uh, whether or not uh, we we should uh, pursue uh, privatized over public health care. 
you know, the, so the, there's, there's a lot of stats in that, you know, I work, you know, doing, working with stats Canada. So, uh, yeah. Um, that's a little, just a little spiel about me. Yeah. I'm concerned. I don't know if I, I don't know if I want you to be my prof now. Um, I think the Q-tip thing was a little, don't you think that's a little bit off the, off the mark? You know, a little bit out of left field. You know, maybe that's not entirely on topic. I don't know if you could write a statistical analysis on the amount of Q-tips that you use. I think there's, that's a, it's it's not a very deep topic. Anyways, next one comes from Chai CGX2. That they have six kids, all with different dads, and each dad is in prison. Well, okay. Um, all right. Uh, I wish the best for you. I hope that your children are doing well. This is the type of person that'll just like sit beside you when there's like their five kids who are just going insane, and they're just like holding their baby, and then they just like hand their baby to you. It's like just, just hold, just hold him. Oh, I've literally never hold, held a baby in my life. I'm 12 years old. I what 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 do I what do I do? What am I doing? This baby just puked on me. Nice, that's great. Yay, the baby just puked all over me. Um hmm. I uh, oh, yeah. Um Oh, are you leaving? Oh, are you going to I have your kid. I have your ch- child. Yeah. Oh, now you're coming back. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you you just forgot your 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 sixth child. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't I don't think that I can I can take that this one home. This isn't uh wasn't what well, didn't did, I planned on taking home a, a a t-shirt maybe from the game, you know, not maybe not a a baby a baby. You know, I don't 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 have a don't 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 have a whole lot of time to raise a child. I'm I'm literally 12 years old, so. Next one comes from Shirley Moe. A story from a friend in Colorado, someone once asked, can you watch my wolves? I can pay you in weed. Well, that's that's classic Colorado for you. You know, it, it's a lot of skiers, a lot of wolf owners, I, I guess. Um, what? Why do you own wolves? That's what is you, your first thought wasn't like a dog, maybe? Wolves are non-domesticated animals. They are wild animals. Maybe, what, you know, you just don't want a dog. So something like, you know, maybe skip all the, all the difficulties of owning wolves. Maybe, I don't know. Next one. This is, uh, this will be our last one here for the show. Uh, Say Jules says, when I was in high school, I was sitting next to a friend on the school bus Mid-conversation, he spits his gum into a wrapper and put a new piece of gum in his mouth. When I asked him why, he said that his tooth fell out in the gum, but he didn't want to interrupt the conversation, so he nonchalantly switched out the pieces. Oh, that is... What? You that you, it's, you think that's just casual information? You don't think that's something you want are going to just... Oh, my tooth fell out of my gum. No, that's just... No, the conversation was just too engaging. You know, it must have been a real gripping topic. Uh, you know, that you just had to ignore that your tooth fell out and you didn't want to interrupt the conversation. Classic situation. 
you know, classic one. Just just keep going like nothing happened. That's uh that's that's what that's what the rents taught me, I guess. Alright. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Reddit Ask Us podcast. I am your host, Luke Dick, the podcast where we read and react to comments from R slash ask Reddit. Remember, if you're watching on YouTube, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, leave us a rating, please, and also leave us a review. We'd be much, much appreciated. Thank you all so much for your responses this week. We, uh, we're, we're getting a ton of responses, and it's just it's awesome. So I, I, I really appreciate that. And if you want to tune in and, and, and submit your response to be published, remember you can do that by going to the description of the episode in Spotify and clicking the icon that says reply and you will um, you can submit your response and you will be notified when your response is published and I will read that response out aloud on the next week's following episode thank you all so much for tuning in i i can't wait to be with y'all next week peace out love you goodbye <laughs>